Welcome to Phone Sex with Lily Show, where talent in front and behind the camera is showcased and explored. As you can imagine, there are a lot of characters and personalities in this industry. Listen as they share their stories. But first, grab your lube and get comfortable because the guests will unknowingly be subjected to phone sex with a porn star, webcam model, and your host, Lily Craven. Um, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing really nice. I'm you feeling are? I'm really lonely. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Do you think you can help me with that? Um, I think I can give it the old college try. Oh, what do you think you would do to help me out? Hmm. Let me think here. Well, for starters, I'll unzip your blouse. Oh, you want to get naughty. I figure that'll take your mind off. It really would. It's exactly what I was thinking. Okay, it's off. And then I'll just take the rest of your blonde, jam it right off. Oh, you're getting aggressive, aren't you? I'm getting that vibe. You are. You but must who, knows? Know I... who knows where it can go? Because we just yeah. Put in. I like a woman who can take control over things. And I just happen to be in that headspace to take control. Really? Oh, I'm getting excited here. Will you tell? No. Will you tell me what to do and what to do to please you? Now shut the fuck up. And then you get down and suck those big titties. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. I will shut the fuck up. Mm. Milk mama. Milk mama. Yeah, you like to be fed, don't you? Yes, I'm a greedy girl at this hour of the day. Oh, I'm going to let you be the greedy bitch this time. I love to be the greedy bitch. Oh, are you going to let me have anything? Sure. Like what? Oh, I would like to, um, you know, get down where it's nice and wet and, mm, yeah, I, 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 I want to play, I just want to play with some toys. Okay. What would you like to start with? I want to start with a really, really big one. Nice. (laughs) As long as it's big. Will you fuck me with something really big? I'd love to. Mm, Who needs a man? We don't, do we? It never goes limp. Yeah. No notes over here. No, none here either. Let me just get this harness on. Ooh, you're going to strap one on for me? That's right. I've always wanted that. It's the best. You'll love it. Oh, are you going to be rough? I can be as rough as you want me to be. I want you to fuck me like you had a really, really bad day. Hmm. <laughs> sure. Hello, you are listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show. That was wonderful. Thank you. And Thank you, everyone. I have a very special guest today, which I'm super excited about um, interviewing you. And this is Erica Ryko. 
you are an adult performer. You've been in the industry for years. Um, you've done uh, mistress work, uh, BDSM, dungeon. Please introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself. Hmm. <laughs> Where do we begin? I um, know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there, there's so much off the broad spectrum. And, you know, like I've, I've said before with, um, you know, another podcast and all the people are starting to get a little, little taste of me. Nice. Um, you know, I've worked in mainstream entertainment. I've worked as an actor, uh, a producer. I've written. And it's, it's been a rewarding experience, but it's... Um, God, I don't want to get too far off. Maybe I, I didn't take my Ritalin this morning. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll just um, start with how long have you been in the industry? Okay. I really got in 2013, you know, and that was in the BDSM and then doing cam work where... You know, that can go in other directions where if I'm shoving a, a dildo inside of me, that, you know, that, that choice is available. You know what I mean? Yes, um, I do both as well. You know, what's so funny is that I can I, I can I can get really passive and it's like you talk about a strap on scene um, and maybe we'll get to that later on. But I've done a really intense one on stage where I was like in tears and face to the oh. crowd. Oh, you know? Wow. That's now, that is what, like the what, that is like the most fucking intense high that you can get. Really, is being on is it because you're on stage doing it, or is it what it brings to you? Um, that was my first year in the industry. Oh, wow! Where yeah, arms like this. What's that? Where did you perform things like um, we, were, we were all house doms at Sanctuary LAX. And I was, you know, more of a switch, you know, because I can do the something and um, the dom thing. And I can, you know, as you've seen, I mean, it's like I can get um, in an aggressive way at times. Mm -hmm. But it's just my makeup, you know. And I, th I think a lot of us, you know, particularly women where we have to prove ourselves a lot, you know, more so than men. That's true. You know, and I don't want to bring up the whole fucking sexism shit, but you know, it, it's it's <laughs> one of those things where, you know, we have a, we we have these more double standards that we have to deal with, and you know, it's it, it's 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 very sad, I think, but um, you but, know, but but hey, you know, we have double there's double standards with women and men where yeah. women benefit. First, exactly. we get to be yeah. the stars. Exactly. We get paid more. We get seen. I love it. We are the spotlight. They are a prop. So in a way, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, it shouldn't be that. I don't believe it should be that way. I believe the talent should be talent, like no yeah. matter male or female. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that that it sort of counterbalances off like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it can. So, so, okay. So you got into the industry, you started with cam modeling and then you did the Dom thing in, mm -hmm. and that was a live show, correct? Or was that online? Live? Um, working, uh, in a, in a working dungeon, this is where it was really interesting. And, and it, what led to me being a performance artist. And to me, it was like an extension of me doing theater, you know, a decade earlier or whatnot. Yes. And you know, I, I have an extensive history in that, and we'll talk about that later on. I don't want to get too far off subject because it's easy <laughs> to do that, you know. Yes, it is, and, and it's it, it's kind of it's kind of like a movie that shifts from different time periods. It really know? does. Yes, 
<laughs> I don't want to confuse the audience too much. You it's know? a journey um, from mm -hmm. the beginning. When you find yourself in the industry for whatever reason, mm -hmm. you know, people get there. It, it, it you take a journey because it goes into all different directions, like more exactly. so than anything I've ever been involved in. Exactly. Even down to radio, like how, who the heck ever thought I'd be on <laughs> doing a radio show? Like it, it never ever dawned yet the industry it, it's endless possibilities it's amazing at this point it's an extension it of my career um, yes is the way that i look at it and you know especially during this pandemic it's been a time to self-reflect and i think for everyone out there if they didn't take the time to do a little bit of self-realization or or whatnot with their self-isolation then they really miss the boat in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, in a way, I think, you know, if whatever people believe in, but the universe or it, 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 it happened on purpose. Like it was mm -hmm. going too fast. We needed to all go back home and stop <laughs> and get off our phones and get off, you know, and get together and cook in your house and not run out mm -hmm. fast food. And, and, and just everybody had to stop all the activity. And you're right. If you didn't take advantage of that opportunity, I don't know if you quite got it. Exactly. Like there, there, there was a purpose behind it. I think, um, you know, it's sad. All the people who's lost lives and loved ones. And, Very much so, yeah. But, but if you really took that time, it was, it was such a valuable, you know, time that you could do so much with. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so, okay. So now you, you were in the industry for a long time. Did you ever take a break in between or did you, are you just reinventing yourself? I did, you know, because even things kind of transition from one thing to another, one thing leads to another. Yeah. And, you know, after my year and, and here's the other really interesting thing. I was writing a screenplay because you know how we all have to come up as a writer, we come up for the killer script. You yes. Know, kind of like what it's all about. You know, every every um, screenplay um, scenarios through or whatever, they're trying to get that killer, elusive killer script. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I was spoiled early on. Some of my earlier stuff that I wrote, you know, it made it into, <clears throat> you know, festivals and whatnot. And I could see my stuff on the big screen, even though I don't, I don't, stuff that I'm in I don't back then I didn't want to see myself a lot of actors <laughs> like that now that I do I am I, really study it. I watch it with my partner you know he likes to watch oh. my scenes you know what I've done and and it's it's really cool that's awesome and that's what, I, I always say that's, if you can rub one out to your own content that's a good movie <laughs> that's the they say that's the best yes there, there's other there's other talents in the industry they say that is the best thing to rub one out over your own content it's true i've yeah. done and i knew it was a good hit because you know there i think there's two that i've done i ended up doing myself too and I yeah was like this is good it's like oh man I can jerk off to myself now. All right. Yeah, it was crazy. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Here like, the first time it That's happened, I was like, now. what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I want to rub one out right now? I'm like, well, fuck it. Exactly. You're practicing for your next scene. That's yeah. Oh, it. See, I watch myself because I'm afraid that, like, 
I'm going to see something I don't like because everybody does. We're human. Exactly. And then, and then it's going to get in my head for the next time. And I'm going to be all like, make sure you don't make that face or don't point your body that way. And it just exactly. is going to kill it. Yeah. That's so, true. I mean, it's, you, you know, even on like, say, podcasts that I've done, I've studied because it's like, okay. And even, even when I did the Triple um, X Porn Star Radio uh-huh. with Jack Cannon back, um, you know, a few years back when I was, when I was first just getting more into the hardcore end of things. Uh-huh. And it really worked because bringing both that where, you know, where I've become more open with my sexuality and at the same time being a skilled, you know, BDSM performer that brings something else to the show too, you know, other aspects. And I think there's a lot of talent, you know, in who work in hardcore that you know can go to that side and then there's others that they're best in in that part of the store if you know what i mean yeah so so someone like me who does not quite understand bdsm like i view it when i see it i'm like oh my gosh like doesn't that like isn't that concerning that this say that this man or this woman is getting sexually aroused from say striking or hitting or spanking someone mm-hmm. um and cause inflicting pain but i do know that there's something more way more behind it than that that's not what it's about can you explain that a little bit yeah there really is and in a nutshell to really um that end all result is an endorphin high pain begets uh and an endorphin high and there's these um you know through the blood flow but it, it's really it's it's skill that does it and i don't want to say it's kind of like illusion it's 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 more skill and, and the know-how how to do it you know i've worked with mistresses who they could use single tails and learn how to or have a skill where they don't mark you up you know and that's kind of hard to do yeah um, a lot of it is all angling too with the single tail you know, and, and for people who aren't familiar, a single tail is like, it can be like a bullwhip or a snake tail, which is okay. a little bit thinner yeah. than, than a bullwhip. And I love snake tails myself when I'm, and I love doing single tail. It's really um, fascinating. I think, you know, when you make, when it makes that crack, you're breaking, you're pretty much breaking the sound of speed right, right there. Oh, wow. So, so it's now, is it painful for the other person during it or is it a, and endorphin, like like you said, the endorphins take mm-hmm. over the pain, or is it, it both? <laughs> it's a little bit of everything, I think. But I think it, it's something where, you know, it can be. How can I put it? It can be very cathartic, you know. And like when I was talking to you earlier, <clears throat> sorry about that. Um, what had happened was I was doing a scene on stage and. Um, having, having lost my mom, you know, just a few months earlier, mm-hmm. uh, I was starting to do more scenes as a submissive. I was exploring those, um, the possibility of the switches were making more money in the house. So they were, they were the ones getting the work and I was saying, okay, you know what, maybe I'll, maybe switches where I need to be. And I wanted to really push myself mm-hmm. because being brought into it where I had to be this like really you know, hard edge leather, um, Nazi die dom. And 
you know, it was, I, I had these expectations of, I have to be one of these dumb, dumb stars. And it's like, look, I'm just getting in the industry. And, mm-hmm. um, and even, even the headmistress, uh, Mr. Cyan, I know I've learned a lot from her throughout the years, but, um, I was pretty much set. Up, I, I I was pretty much set up to fail, even though I had a bit of success and started, you know, branding myself and, mm-hmm. you know, getting experience. And I did my first DomCon there, and so it was my first chance, you know, being there where um, I'm on that side of the booth. And um, but I, I thought I would do well at it, and I had a few friends, and we talked about it, and during when the economy was so bad that let's, you know, let's look at some avenues and, and then the thought, okay, you know, maybe we have a screenplay out of this too. And I didn't know how it was going to go or anything. I I just let everything happen. And I think everything kind of just fell in, even if if it was like say bad things happening to me. Uh um, I, at that time I'd already relapsed and I had been drinking again. So I never showed up like during, like during the daytime, I would do my, my, my shift, um, you know, for the sessions and, and, and so forth uh-huh. and, and, you know, with clients. And then at night there would be like different parties and it was, it was a club. And so there'd be like, you know, there'd be stage shows so you could do live BDSM scenes. And uh, it, it, I mean, it was an experience and I was like, look, I have the theater background, Let me, you know, and, and, um, I said, look, you know, let's, you know, let's explore a few things and see where we can go with it. And did you like it? I mean, is that, was that a good thing for you? I loved it. Um, I know I had an ex who, who did not want me to do, you know, but, you know, even showing myself in a submissive uh, light. And the thing is, is that because of that, and you wouldn't learn because here's, here's the thing I say. And a lot of other um, doms will tell you, if you don't know where to take me, um, or, or if you don't know where, where, it's, where it's been, how do you know where to take me, if, if that makes sense? You know, like, if I want to go to that place, which we call subspace, and okay. that's, it, it's a big endorphin high, um, it's like you are on an altered state. Interesting. And, um, it's something that has to be learned. Um and me as a top, I can, you know, I can take you there, you know, not that I'm being, you know, overly self-confident or anything like that, but uh, I'm classically trained and, and I do have the skills. And, and I think when it is certainly when it comes to impact play, when like when like when I'm talking about like single tails or floggers, paddles, uh-huh. whatever it be, caning. Um, yes, it can be painful, but pain begets pleasure uh if done the right way now are you trained also like w- would someone be trained to be the submissive yeah and mo- most times um the classically way is where you work as a sub and then you work up to a switch and then a dom a mistress oh interesting yeah and um you know many when you work in a house and um, I was able to get in because I was writing a screenplay about being, a, you know, a dom, and it turned out the screenplay was about a switch, and it's never really been portrayed that way um, in any kind of cinema. Really? It's always been this, I think Matrice, um, it's a French film, that that's probably the only, that's one of the most realistic 
views of uh, a domino. Now, there's another one called Tokyo Decadence. Uh-huh. And, and, and she's like a submissive, like, call girl. And it's a Japanese film. And, uh-huh. and she has these uh, clients that are like these Yakuza types. <laughs> and, um, you know, like the Japanese mob. And, yeah. and there, there's two very graphic asphyxiation scenes in it. And that's a whole other thing, too, like breath play. Oh, but, wow. Now I haven't heard of that one. Well, is that where is that the choking or is choking different? It's it's choking, and oh that's and, and here's the thing. That's like the one BDSM thing that. Why am I laughing? I just <laughs> I, I smoked a joint before I went on. Just so you know that. Oh, okay. And, and your audience can know that. Um, <laughs> She's sound. Um, no, go ahead. Yeah, um, I love it. God, my, I just got the giggles, and and it was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> that bothers me. Um. Anyway, back to where I am. Okay, we're good with that. Um, that's the one BDSM thing. Like, if you do, even even if you do everything the right way, mm-hmm. you can still die from that. Because yeah, is is, 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 is the goal worth it? But um, um, in most cases, not. But it's the one thing where okay, your your brain is like not getting the messages to get the blood and oxygen up there. So, um, so is that something you would do, or you're that's your off limit? I've had it done to me, and it's really amazing. It's been done right. And uh, Orpheus Black, he's a male dom, and he did classes on on uh, you know the the art of breath play. And wow, you know, and and that's the real asphyxiation. I, I, now you really have to trust the person who's putting you out. You do, and that's the only reason why I would have somebody really trained. And this is why when I see. A lot of hardcore scenes that I, I don't like it when the male talent is like choking the girl when he's fucking her. Uh huh. It, it's it's like unless you're really skilled, don't do that because something can. There's gonna come a go day wrong. where something can possibly go horribly wrong. I think. Now, now I also notice like with BDSM because I've been to events and I've <laughs> been to um, swingers clubs and nice. they put on they put on shows you know down in the dungeon and. The thing I noticed is that there's no actual sexes and penetration and all that involved. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of kinksters who are very asexual. Yeah, and that's cool too. But but why, like that, the sexual gratification is from the actual BDSM, or do you need to like penetrate during that to get the sexual gratification? I think it can be a combination of both. Um, you know, I've done scenes where there's a mixture of both in it. And where you're having sex and doing the BDSM? Yeah, a mixture of both. Um, I need to watch that. It's amazing. I haven't done it in a long time, particularly that we haven't worked in two years. I have. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and things that, you, you know, they have been, you know, recently opening up a little bit, but. Um, we'll see what happens with these variants, of course, but, um, you know, like I was telling you, I did a scene, uh, and I brag about some of the doms that came out that during that time period, Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Scaro, who's been with kink and, um, um, Bella Bathory, and she was doing that scene and another one named Baroness and 
there was another girl involved in so it was it was you know it was there you know there was like you know hard whippings and I, I just get in the flogging and I was like in tears I was like letting out like all these fucking raw emotions and I was doing it on stage and wow I'm getting fucked with a strap on bent over a cage and I'm facing the audience oh. and again the raw emotion man and 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 here's the thing as a performer whether I've done theater um performed on stage or whatever as a performance artist uh-huh. audience always looks like a silhouette to me interesting yeah you almost like like zone out kind of in a way um but i think a lot of times it's the lighting too yes to with, a... with the high beam lights in your face exactly yeah so yeah i have lights coming in my way and um it's 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 so different than say being on a shoot and and I think that's what makes it more intense too. I mean, because mm-hmm. your adrenaline is going, and again, your endorphins are going, and you have so much inside that has to come out, and it's got to come out some way or another. And you know, just being a few months off from when my mom passed, I think yeah. that, um, it was very significant for you. Yeah, like that particular um, scene you did. Now, was that the first time you went sub? No, I've done it quite a bit, and I was doing it more and more during that time period, which was great for the story that I was writing, too. Yeah. Um, and because of the issues I was having with my ex at the time, as I mentioned, when I was webcamming for Kink at, at that same time, they had a, they had a, a studio there, mm-hmm. and they had a contract with them. <clears throat> so he would be spying on me. Oh, my. And I'm do- I'm doing this show with another male dom. Listen, I can go in many different directions <laughs> as a performer. You know, oh, yeah. shooting, you know, whether I'm shooting a hardcore scene where, God, if I have three big black dicks in my mouth or whatever, man, that's great. Uh-huh. I can go there. Two in, one in my asshole and my pussy, a DP scene, whatever, you know? Wow. I can uh-huh. go there. And, I mean, eventually I'm working my way up there. I don't want to... Like I say, I don't want to bust my nut right away, you know, you know, let yeah. the ride evolve a little bit. Let me, you know, let Erica evolve a little bit and we'll, we'll, we'll get her really fucking nasty because we can go there too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's do it. Um, yeah. So, um, but as, as a BDSM performer, yeah, I, I know that. Um, yeah, I, I do like showing the vulnerability and. You know, I think I was also growing and pushing myself to see how far I could go. And that's what also directly makes me a better Dom. Because as as clients had come back to me and I was, you you know what, I was, I had to postpone it. I was really hoping to have an announcement where I'm going to be doing my sessions this year, Mm -hmm. you know, at least in LA, you know, and then I haven't traveled since pre-pandemic. So I would like to tour a little bit more. I haven't done so since um, uh, pre-pandemic. So I really went on. So, so you're reinventing yourself or re- you're coming out fresh and new. And what what is it that you, what's your character now? Like what, what do you want to, what's, what's, what's different about your, who you are now? Compared to pre-pandemic? Yes. 
Um, for starters, I'm going to say that I'm very in touch with my mortality. Um, at 51, I'm not, I'm not going to be here forever, you know, and I'm at the yes. point to know it. Um, not interesting when it starts to hit you because it's starting to hit me now at 45. Yeah, even even yeah. at 45, I was, I was starting to see it more. Um, yep. But I, I think during this pandemic and, and losing a member of my poly family to cancer um, back in June. So sorry. Thank you. I mean, and it, and it really, you know, like I said, you know, the other night, it really affected my mental health. And I think if we're, if we're here intact mentally now, uh-huh. you know, healthy in mind, body, and spirit, and then I think um, you're winning, you know, and, and yeah, it was not easy. No, and it still isn't easy. And, yeah. And, and I think, you know, I don't, I don't know how this, this winter wave is going to go. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not going to be that bad, but it's winter time, you know, so shit can happen. That's true. Um, I just say for everybody to be responsible. I, I mean, me getting vaccinated, you know, having at that time yeah. uh, a family member um, with a compromised immune system, I couldn't have it on my conscience bringing that in the house. And I had to go to the, I had to go out to the post office a lot during, and and you know this pandemic. So yeah, <clears throat> before I got before I got vaccinated. I was really risking it. So every time I would like smell my underarm, you know, to like my hoodie or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> if I could smell my deodorant um, residue or whatever. So then you knew you thought you didn't, that was the COVID test? Yeah, I don't, I don't have COVID. Because uh, I can smell. Test. I don't have to go to any fucking COVID tests or anything like that. You know? <laughs> I'm only going back home. That, that was my outing. You know, I'd oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, but I didn't, I, I didn't seem to get sick. So if I, if I ever didn't have it, it was very asymptomatic and, and I could definitely taste or smell. So, yeah, <laughs> so just smell, everybody smell your armpits right now and you'll know yeah. if you have COVID. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you're reinvent, you're coming up with yourself. So you're more in touch with yourself. Yeah. Your performances obviously are going to be much more intense that way. Are you, are you looking to go like continue like at a dungeon or in, on, webcam or live shows or how how are you what direction are you going to go with um I, th- I think the way I have in a lot of ways where as, as a performer no matter what whether it's hardcore whether it's BDSM or, mm-hmm. or whatever I look at myself as a fusion because even at that when you know even right now you're you're sort of getting the performer a little bit uh-huh. um you know, I mean, I do have the cool stories and shit, you know, but, uh-huh. um, <laughs> we're going to get to that next. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah. um, but, but so anyway, um, and, and that's, uh, you know, that's how I look at my brand, you know, like, um, I'm kind of like a fusion. So a little bit of, you know, me is the, the actor and the artist and yeah. the BDSM performer, the, the, the sex performer and, and everything. And, um, what happened was pre-pandemic, I had this box cover come out uh-huh. and they fucked up. And oh I've, no. And I've had to do a lot of rebranding for that too. And it may be a blessing in long-term because awesome. I can put, <laughs> you know, more of my BDSM stuff, like in another, you, you know, kind of like in another box because it is a little bit different than hardcore. Like a lot of fans of porn could be freaked out by the BDSM stuff. Very true. Because, and I'll tell you this one. It's something that you have to learn. 
like Chinese, like Chinese arithmetic or classical jazz. Uh-huh. You've got to learn it to understand it. I've been saying that since day one. I agree with that because yeah. I'm someone who just does not or have, have not experienced it. So mm-hmm. I can't possibly understand it. Exactly. You have to learn it. And even being told it's not going to really give me a true understanding. Yeah, because there's some people it just doesn't do anything for them, you know. And Yeah, it doesn't click. Well, the concept of it doesn't click with me, but that's because mm-hmm. I've never experienced what you're experiencing. Right. It, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you have to taste it a little bit and, and then see what you like. And then, yeah. Um, all my friends do it, and I'm just like, God, your butt is just bludgeoned. <laughs> exactly. Like, what is? And and she's like, I know, isn't it great? And I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> you, you know, so, I, 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 you know, I, 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 I gotta show you some stuff. You know, later on, you know, it, it's, uh-huh. it, it's like I've earned my stripes. Well, my oh, I bet anyway, you have. Like that. Um, you know, and 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 here's the thing. You know, when you were when I was working in the house, a, a lot of the girls here were subs. That was their badge of honor, you know, when they were like all marked up and shit. Yeah. And, and then there were times, and, and so we all have like images from that, you know, and, and it's, those are proud moments. Those are proud, those are proud marks that you earned, you know, and, and yeah, that's how my friends are. And I'm always like, I can't <laughs> look at that. I'm like, oh my goodness. But, again, but we're, we're but... going to take a break for our, for, so I can have some sponsors step sure. in and, uh, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the craziest things that you've seen or done. <laughs> and I bet you have some stories. I do. All right. You're you, you, you won't get cheated. Okay. And now to our sponsors. <laughs> After our sponsors, yes. Uh, you're listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show. Hi, you're listening to Phone Sex with Lily. This is Lily Craven, and I'm here today speaking to Erica Rico. And before the break, I had asked you, um, what are some of the craziest things that you've seen in the BDSM world or participated in? Because I can imagine you have some stories. Oh, definitely. I mean... (laughs) Like there was this, like it was a stage show, it was a performance, and it was, um, it was called the Slave Games, uh-huh. and I, I knew this dom named Mistress Melissa, and um, I actually did. She taught a lot of classes on on rope and very skilled, uh, dominate domina, dominatrix mistress, and she did a scene on stage where. She was stapling dollar bills to the guy's dick. A staple. Holy. Oh. You know, and I mean, that makes me oh. want to cross my fucking legs. And I don't have any <laughs> legs, you know. And, and, but I oh. that, but, and, and it's like, I've seen some intense things where, um, but I, other things that I learned, wow. such as um, the art of fire play, you know, where you have the torch. Uh-huh. And, and you lightly glide the fire across their back. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen this. Um, with, yes, at, at a swingers club. Here in exactly, yeah. And so it doesn't really burn them, but they just lay there still. Does it get hot? Like, or it doesn't burn you at all? It's just more show. It feels like a massage. It feels like a really? wonderful massage. I can fall asleep and have it done to me. Really? Exactly. See, and I, I just watched it and I was just like in awe. 
because they're literally like putting stuff on the back and then they light and they swipe it right across them, but it's really catches on fire. Like it is fire. You know, yeah, you have to, you, have to, you, that, you know, whether you're, you know, whether like you're doing like fire spinning, which is like fire dancing. Yes. You have to respect fire. And, um, they, wow. um, um, Okay, let me, let me see if I can get my train of thoughts. Oh, okay, again, I, I didn't take my Ritalin this morning. Yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> but, but it's more, like, a lot of um, the BDM I also notice is performance. Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's a lot of, well, for me, looking in and not knowing that whole genre, there's a lot of performing going on. It's fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Um, and I always think to myself, oh, my gosh, if I was that girl, I would just punch him right in the dick if he hit me. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, no, no, you just don't understand it. And I truly believe I don't. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, it's very much um, an acquired taste. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> so when do you plan on, I mean, are you still staying low because of COVID or are you starting to branch out? I'm starting to branch out. Um, so people will be able to see me at um, XBiz and X, um, X3 Expo. Nice. Which will be at the Palladium in Hollywood. Yes. It's an amazing I'm... venue, I got to tell you. It is. I've so we're been gonna there. Have an <clears throat> event at the Palladium. How fucking cool is that? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I'm hoping to be there. <clears throat> that would be great to meet Fingers you in person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've got that going on. You got X business. Is this the first event that you've been to since the pandemic? It is. Um, you know, you know, pre-pandemic, I was touring a lot, like, like that box cover fiasco. You know, right after that, I did, yeah. and I did a few other shoots. You know, where, where my test was good for the two-week time period, and then after that, I was off to London, and I was doing tor- Torture Garden, and I, I fly from LA. And I get to London, and um, that night I got to go in, and it was actually behind a velvet rope. That's what, and, and there were like several other stages, and it was like packed. Uh huh. And I go, oh my god! Thinking, looking back on that, just like a few months later, I go, oh my god, that'd be such a fucking super spreader event. Um, and and it, it's so amazing how like everything like just stopped, and then, um. You know, I did, I did a lot of other events there and, you know, sessions and, and then, then, yeah, I fly back to LA and then I was up in Seattle, Vancouver. And, and so it was, ironically, I took a little bit of a hiatus in January. I didn't go to AVN. In 2020. 2020, yeah. That was in live and I was too exhausted and I was, I, I just, I was suffering from exhaustion and I really couldn't function. And you didn't know that that was going to be the last one for a while, huh? Who knew? You know, I, I mean, I, and, and no here, one. <laughs> here was the thing: I was also going to be going back to London, and um, it was the pandemic in some, in its own little twisted, perverse way, um, was a blessing in disguise because having a family member sick, yes, um, it know, brought you I home. Just, I, I was, I was home, you know, it, it was like the first year in a long time that I didn't, 
you know, I didn't travel a lot or, or you know, I, I didn't perform a lot. So I, I look back and I go, okay, you know what? Um, I didn't accomplish anything this year. Well, actually I did, I, you know, but, <laughs> but I mean, you, you know, I, I don't have, you know, I, I didn't do this or I didn't do these projects. I didn't go here or there, you know, and, and you think, okay. But it, it was a mental break, which it is wasn't so valuable. Break, like we talked about, you know, it, it was yeah. it's kind of like you needed it. You know, a lot of people just needed to like, oh yeah, get a fucking grip, you know? And, and yeah, and see, like you learn your family again. You all reconnect. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, yeah, I can hear you on that one. And it sounds like you were exhausted at that point because you didn't even make it to the AVN. So, yeah, I, I, I was toast, you know, and, and, um, you know, again, I mean, and, and, and like I say, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. Um, you can say whatever you want. Okay. So my, my last night in London, I was, I was, um, performing these scenes in this club. It was really small. I mean, if it was already COVID, man, everybody would have gotten it. Let's put it that way. And yeah. <laughs> um, and it was so cool because a lot of them over there, they, they, they weren't using the single tails. And, man, I cracked it, man. And, and the whole place, like, shut the fuck up. Man. Oh, nice. Um, and, and, okay, so we go to that. And um, I was offered an XDC pill, the real shit. You know, not the fucking uh-huh. mollies, man. I mean, the real, like, 90s rage shit. And okay. I had enough. I, I had enough sense to like do a half of it, and it was like just perfect, and I could function on it. I was doing. I was doing some amazing BDSM scenes. Ooh. I was doing. My, I was doing what we call Florentine flogging, and it's uh-huh. like you're crisscrossing your hands, and it looks really cool doing it. I've seen that. Exactly. It's... So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I know. I don't know about the ecstasy part, but I do know about the crossing the hands. Yeah, I was doing that, and. Um, in the UK, they don't do it as much, you know, and I, I, you know, that's like, um, you know, I do a lot of stuff over there from time to time too. And, and, um, and a lot of traveling. Yeah. And so pre pandemic and and then it's just, everything stopped. Like we've been talking about. How is, how is, um, BDSM different in say UK than it is here in the United States? Um, you know what? A lot of doms do a lot of verbal humiliation, you know, and more so over, the, over there. Then say <clears throat> over there, they're more in the UK. They are more verbally. There's a lot that are into the verbal and humiliation, and there, you know, and, and there's people who are in that mindset that are like, you know, that that's their thing. And, and oh yeah, I have a lot of customers who love that. You know, I personally would not like it myself, but no, I would cry. But then again, you know what, when they're, when, when, when I'm in that headspace and I'm doing a scene with, with a, you know, with a Dom or whatever, and I'm, I'm in a submissive, you know, I can go in, in a lot of different directions. I'll, I'll put it that way. You know? Yeah. And it's just a mindset that you mm-hmm. end up, that they bring you to, right? Exactly. Wow. So, so where can, where can people find your work? Um, okay, let's see. Um, they, they can get me on Twitter. Um, it's at Erica Rikes. And can you spell that? It's uh, E-R-I-K-K-A, two Ks. Uh-huh. You can, um, and last name, it's like the Rikes Museum, R-I-J-K-S. R-I-J-K-S, Okay. <clears throat> Two K's and R I J K S. 
yeah and and the same thing on uh on instagram and but but if they go to my twitter it'll say erica Rico returning soon fully vaccinated nice and and same thing on facebook you know the erica reichs and and again it's been a lot of rebranding which has been very frustrating um, yeah i can imagine <laughs> and, and and i mean if, I, I know at times i may have seen you know just seem like i'm really um i have this like really you know kind of um little grudge kind of tone it's because of that it's because of that it really hurt my sales on like only fans oh, my, my only fans is erica with two k's like like before and then triple x okay and uh, i think i emailed you the the links the physical links yes you know that will go there and and but um yeah when they hear it um you know it's, it's and it's like yeah please follow me on, on twitter because i'm like shadow banned as fuck because you know <laughs> when i put these content out yeah i can imagine I, <laughs> like in the last few weeks like in the last week and a half all my tweets say um these tweets are protected or something um yes or they have a warning label i don't know if you're getting the same thing on that now no you are you have a shadow ban so what you need to do is either you're you're spamming your account because you're posting the same thing more than once yeah i do that too a lot Th that's yeah. that's what you're doing you're spamming it so just all you have to do is chill on it for a couple weeks mm-hmm and don't post stuff and or if you do just put your basic like to, but don't repeat the same posts perfect okay and then and then it will then the shadow ban will lift so okay. at least you're not in the no. naughty corner for like your content it's that's that's because you're spamming it mm -hmm. yeah and and because i've noticed a few others have been doing it because they're like they're trying so hard i think you, you know what that is we've been you know because we've been in this like long layoff you know some people are shooting content but um, some people are not yeah exactly and and but you know they're they're you know they're trying to sell they're trying to sell their their many vids and and mm -hmm. you know their Pornhub model pages and and, and only fans and and they're just posting the same thing which is yeah ends up you got to make you know new fresh posts yeah instead exactly. of I mean, repetitive. I could word them a little bit differently, but it's kind of, you know, very similar. Or a different, yeah, photo that you're using or a clip of it or <laughs> to where it's not, yeah, repetitive. <clears throat> so, okay. Are you on mini vids or anything? Like um, uh, not at the moment because, you know, you know what happened? It was like, look, you know, right pre-pandemic after I shot and then I went touring again. That, I mean, it was like the last thing that was on my head. And you know what? Yep. Um, almost 20 years ago, I was I was in Toronto during SARS, and I prayed. Oh, I would, wow! I prayed I would never see anything like that again. And you know what? It it, it was like fuck, fuck, fuck. I it, it, everything like just started fucking. Um, God, I'm just letting loose right now. Do you, do you no, feel, that's great. Do you, do you feel that energy? I mean, yeah. I, I yeah, told you everybody was... would get their money's worth today. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> Every everything's sort of but, it's probably like deja vu. You, you know, like, like nothing. Okay. Back then nothing got canceled. Uh-huh. Um, there were some people wearing masks. I mean, not, not a lot, you know, and, and okay. The death total, I know you shouldn't say, well, it's not great when anybody dies, but it was like 44. How many people have died during COVID? Oh, like 8 million. No, isn't it almost a million? It's 800,000 right now. It's it, the, the, the numbers are really, really high. And yeah, it's insane to think of that. And and like right now, it, it's it's kind of like um, 
the numbers are going the wrong direction right now. And, and, and I, I hope it's just like a temporary winter thing, but I don't know. And I, yeah. I, 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 I really hope that uh, X-Biz is not a mirage and some shit happens where they're like, oh, you know, and, and. No, <clears throat> I see. I've been <clears throat> to the exoticas and people you wear your mask. Right. Even so, once they lifted the, you know, having to wear the mask because they had the vaccinations. Mm-hmm. I mean, you went to the event, you show them your card, mm-hmm. and then you cannot wear a mask. The other people, you know, they'll put a a certain band on someone if they don't have, I don't know how they did it exactly. But right. like in Miami, we didn't wear masks. Um, in Chicago, New Jersey, or maybe it was Miami, we did. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, but we did wear them. Um, and I have not heard of anyone getting sick there, but we also all knew that you had to get yourself vaccinated if you want to mm-hmm. attend. Yeah, exactly. And and you know what the thing is, there are some people in the industry who are very anti-vax. Yes. And you know what? Sadly to say, they're hurting their own brand doing that. Oh yeah. That's it. Not- really, it, it's it. The vaccinations don't work unless everybody does it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. the first thing. That's that's whole concept. <clears throat> and it's like, have we lost enough people yet? You know, but you can't control everyone. You can't make them do it. And and of course, no matter what you put in your body, it's going to affect someone negatively somewhere down the mm-hmm. line. Someone yeah, is not going to react right to it. Mm-hmm. We're not all the same. Um, <clears throat> but your other option is dying. Yeah. Or 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 my my thing is okay. You don't care about yourself you can make choices for yourself but unfortunately not getting vaccinated is making choices for other people because you're giving it to other people exactly and and it's and it's selfish you know especially mm-hmm. if you have children we all know children carry every cootie and germ and booger and <laughs> home from school exactly when, and, I, when, and, I, when, I, when I was little girl, I'd be getting, getting sick all the time yeah. And it's just the way it is. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what children do. If you have children, you really need to get your vaccine because they're going to give it to you. Exactly. You know, and who wants to put that on a child that you, you killed your parent, you know, in a roundabout way. Absolutely. It's just, it's too much. So hopefully people start to understand. I, I wish there was a way mm-hmm. that you could force people, but then again, this is what America's about, you know, and, and this isn't even an America problem. This is a world problem. It's global right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, uh, like some people, I'm like, do you realize like the whole world shut down because of this? Like exactly. we got to do so. <laughs> the world, not all, all of my international um, mm-hmm. uh, events toast, you know, 2020. Like Australia and... is still locked down. They exactly. have been on lockdown for so long. Exactly. Like, like months, probably six months or more now. That's crazy. And they have to stay in. They have to stay in. And, and I just wish that, you know, people would understand the severity of it. I, everybody knows somebody who's died of COVID at this point. Yes. I just got the call the other day about somebody who, um, now, now this person was not a big, great loss to society, but the point is he had, yeah. a, he had to go on a ventilator. And then I heard a few days later, he passed away. Yeah. Fired. And he's still a person. Yeah. He's still a person. Someone's son, someone's yeah. daughter, someone's mom. Like it's sad, but you know, all we can do is be responsible for ourselves. I like how these 
states tell you don't come if you're not vaccinated exactly and it seems to have worked like mm-hmm. we i have not heard anybody getting anything from these events so far mm-hmm. that's, you know that's sometimes i feel guilty that you know in miami i stood back and went wait a minute the whole world is shut down mm-hmm. we have people dying and i'm sitting here at a sex expo you know and so <laughs> gathering with a group and that that really didn't sit with me too well. Um, it started to bother me. So I was like, I need to think twice about doing that. Like, is this the right time? Mm-hmm. Um, just as a social like responsibility. Exactly. I know so, during a lot of the yeah. exoticas, um, I know like during Miami and Chicago, um, my head wasn't like not in it. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely different, like to, mm-hmm. to not be around people for so long. And then your first thing you go to is a big old event. Exactly. I mean, it's like, and I think it's safe to say that a lot of us, have, you know, you know, talking about how we change is like, I think a lot of us have some kind of level of agoraphobia. I think I do now at this point. Yes, I think so too. I think I, you know, I wonder how that's going to affect our youth and our future and you know, their, their educational needs, if there's going to be delays and just a lot of things that this generation might have to face because of it. Exactly. You know? But then there's a lot of good things too, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess we could go on that for <laughs> forever. Exactly. But um, we're about out of time, but I'm I am so glad to- I got to speak with you. You have a very interesting career going on. <laughs> it's very thirtieth year, and I get I get my thirtieth year from default because of COVID. So um, now, are you going to have a, a a booth or anything at Expiz? Or are you going to just ease into it? You know what they they say I'm required to be at a booth, but it's like nobody really knows a lot about me right now. So it's kind of like I really want to network, and you, you know, it, it, I hadn't planned on shooting content. I mean, I have a few. Um, um, I hadn't, uh, I got a few dental issues, people. Um, yeah, I got to go back and, um, but you know what? I tell you what, if, if the situation, you know, looks really good and, and it's worth it. Hey, you know what? I might run by talent testing and because yep. I do, I mean, I've been, and here's the thing. I've been rationing a lot of content and I kind of saved it for the rainy day and it's been so long and, and, you know, where I'm just dropping a few videos here and there and, and, you know, those after parties, <laughs> And those after parties. Oh, the after after parties. Something's always going on. So, yeah, I, I usually don't shoot at events. I did at the last one, uh-huh. um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> those after after parties. So it's sometimes it's good to show up, you know, already tested. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think that um, um, you know, that's a big possibility, and um, you know, something may happen where. Um, where it's like, okay, you know, you know, my head's in it, and yeah, and you're just um, there, and it's right, exactly, yeah. Because and 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 like I say, I do feel like I have a lot to prove, you know, with that with that box cover, and you know, I definitely want to um, you know, make it right where it's okay now. I've rebranded a little bit, and you know, I need those, I because I need those studio shoots to sell my content, and true, um. You know, I don't. It's great networking. It's great for networking. sure. That, that's one of my my really big objectives. So, um, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll bring a few of my whips. I know that'll grab a lot of people's people's attention. Or, or oh yeah, get the fuck out of them. But um, maybe I'll let you spank me. 
Yeah, if you're there, you know, and and I think one of the things <laughs> I've I, never I let I'll, anyone do that, but maybe I might. Maybe you'll oh, be I, the oh, one. I, I could, you know, it depends on you know where your headspace is at, and I mean, I could definitely take you to that to that place that I was talking about. That would be awesome, and, um, but I'd have to do it live on 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 the show for yeah, on my YouTube yeah, I mean, show. Definitely, I mean, I'm I'm all for showing up my skills and everything. Woo! That would be you fun. know as a top, you know, I mean, it, it's you know that that that's like one aspect, and and I kind of attribute that when when I worked in in mainstream entertainment, I had a lot of range, you know, where I could play um, someone who is um, a very vile person to someone who can play vulnerability, you know, where that's awesome. Yeah, where you can just you know let it out and yeah. And and I think that again, I'll say that again, that that's an extension of it. Well, mm-hmm. we are done with our chat today. Again, mm-hmm. thank you so much for talking to me. And no, no, no. one more time, where can they find you? Okay, uh on Twitter. Uh Erica Rikes. Uh it's E R I K K A R I J K S. And OnlyFans? Uh, Erica Triple X. It's Erica E R I K K A again. Uh-huh. Triple X. So it's pretty easy. And um, um, so, you know, same thing. The Erica Reichs for um, but but if they go to Twitter, it'll say Erica Reiko fully vaccinated, returning soon. All right. Well, and that's where you Facebook can the same thing. Facebook, Instagram, Erica Reichs. They can go there. Awesome. Well, and I'll put the link on um on the site in the comments below nice thank you on the radio so again thank you so much and i hope to see you at xbiz fingers crossed fingers crossed please all right thank you so much most welcome all right bye-bye bye-bye Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Phone Sex with Lily Show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch episodes you may have missed, go to Spotify, Anchor, or SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. Simply type in Phone Sex with Lily Show. For the latest from Lily, you can follow her on Instagram at real underscore Lily Craven and on Twitter at Lily Craven XXX or message on Facebook at Lily.Craven40. Thanks again. Until next time. <laughs>